Well, hey, everyone. I pray that we're all doing well. My name is Derek Lopez, and this is the SYA podcast. And again, we love to use this podcast to talk about specific topics that might be more interesting for a young adult community. And really quickly, I just want to tell you just information about our church. Um, we, we belong to Shepherd Church, and we would love for you to come and visit us on a Thursday night, Thursday night service at seven o'clock. If you come a little bit early, there's food as well. And also, Every month, we like to throw events for our young adult community. So please, if you have Instagram, will you please follow us on Instagram at we are S-Y-A, W-E-A-R-E-S-Y-A, because that'll give you information about what we're doing, what we want to promote, and how we're celebrating um, our church, our community, all those good things. So please make sure that you're in, the, in tune and in the loop with that. And also, we have life groups twice a month. And so if you're not in a life group and if you're looking for a community to grow deeper in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you and partner alongside of you. Um, but this, this podcast specifically is geared towards technology. And I think that technology is a blessing Technology is also a curse, and I just want us to have a healthy viewpoint on what technology is, how it should be used, um, and and as Christians, how should we interact with it? So um, I want you guys to know I'm not one of those Christians that thinks technology comes from the devil and that you need to remove all technology from your life. You don't have to live like an Amish person to please God. I think that's way too extreme. But I also believe that having all of your time and your headspace consumed with technology is too much for you as well. And I want us to remember that we live in a pretty unique generation too. And I think that no one, well not not think, I know, no one in human history has ever been exposed to this much content and information than us. And what's crazy is that we've not only been raised and trained with technology, but we don't know how to live life without it either. And chances are most of you have a smartphone. Chances are most of you have a laptop. Chances are most of you have access to a streaming service or social media. Chances are you have access to listen to this right now. And um, I want you to know that that's, that, that was never the case for most of human history. On Thursday, I was talking to a, a third and first grader, and they were telling me that they use tablets and computers at school. And I remember when I was their age, I was using a pencil, I was using a fat block eraser and a workbook. And and I think it's our generation that we kind of got in into the crossfires, right? We we had the notebooks, but then we also were introduced the laptops. But especially the generation that's coming right after us, all they know is technology. And this wasn't always the case. And low-key, what scares me is that we don't truly know the ramifications of this exposure and what it's gonna do to us. And unfortunately for us, technology and the use of it aren't slowing down anytime soon. My friend Kyle, he has a Tesla, and he was telling me that if he paid like an extra $10,000 or $15,000 more, his Tesla would be able to drive for him. And the point I'm trying to make here is that technology is moving and it's moving fast. And yes, it benefits us as a society. Yes, it's awesome and cool. But also, if we're not careful, it's going to limit us as a society too. And so my goal with this podcast is not for us to be Amish and it's not for us to be Tony Stark either. My goal is to look at the pros and the cons together and then ask the Lord how we navigate through all of this. Because guess what? People in Jesus' time didn't have technology, but they still needed his direction to get through this world. And I think that we, do, we need that too.
So let's lay down the framework. Let's look at the pros of technology. And then let's also look at the cons. And then let's see if maybe there's something Jesus has to offer us. So let's see some of the pros. And these aren't, these aren't going to be like blow you out of the water, but I think these are going to be just, you know, common pros that we get from technology. The first one is this. I believe technology is great because it teaches us. No other time period can say this, but we have access to learn anything and everything that we want anytime that we want. For most of human history, it was a privilege to be educated. It was a privilege to learn and to be invested in. And now it's not only the standard, but there's truly no limit to how much you can learn. There was a time where the Bible was only provided in one language and only the people who could read and write had that privilege of understanding, learning and teaching the Bible. And now on your phone alone, if you go to the Bible app, there's over a hundred different English translations and you know how to read that. You have something called YouTube <laughs> that could literally teach you anything that you want. YouTube has taught me how to cook. It's taught me how to fix problems with my car, how to assemble furniture from Ikea, because that's the worst. How to make sure my paper is in Turabian and then MLA and then APA and Chicago and all these other random formats, which I hate. Um, and YouTube's just been nothing but a blessing to me. And so technology has helped us because it can teach us. Number two, I think technology is beneficial for us because it helps us. And I know a lot of those examples that I mentioned earlier did help me. But even more so, technology makes things easier for us. Why? Because I think that we can type way faster than we can write. And what I type is also going to look way nicer than whatever I write too. If I had a question or I don't know the answer to something, I can easily Google it. If I'm lost, I can get directions to where I want to go and I can get there the fastest because of my phone. My watch, my Apple watch, it shows me how many calories I need to burn or how many steps I need to take. Um, so that I don't have, I don't have to overexert myself or I don't have to do too much. I don't have to do the math in my head either. And I, I would say a definite pro to technology is that it helps us and it makes our life easier. So technology, it teaches us, it helps us. I also believe it excites us too. That's the third point. I love going to the movies to watch somebody's vision come to life. I love that people can bring still images from manga or comic books or even just words from stories and create a visual experience for us. I love that every time I go to my car, I don't have to listen to the radio because I hate the radio and I want to listen to my own music. Um, I, I love that on a Tuesday night, I can just go to AMC and watch whatever movie I want. Technology excites us. And I, tru I truly believe this too, guys. I truly believe that people who have invented all of these cool things we enjoy are fulfilling the call God put on their life. And I think that they're expressing that image, that, uh, that being in the made of the image of God, they're expressing that creativity. And we get to enjoy that through technology. I think that's awesome. And finally, I think a, a good pro for technology is this, is that it connects us. It connects us with the world and the people who live within it. We can see and hear about what's happening all over the world, good and bad. We can be a part of the cool experiences other people have, like vacations, weddings, graduations. And we can also learn about the hard experiences that people are going through too, right? Like funerals, heartbreaks, fears. But what I love the most about technology is the long distance just makes it a little bit easier. A couple months ago, my wife, Monet, she had went to New York and I missed her a bunch like crazy. But throughout the day, I got to talk to her through, the, through text. 
I got to listen to her voice through phone calls and I got to see her face through FaceTime. And I'm thankful for that privilege that technology gave me, that I was able to be connected with her the whole time, that I was able to know that she was safe and secure and I didn't have to worry. And so I love that technology connects us to the world, but it also helps build a bridge for the people that we miss the most. So I think that these are all good things that I see in technology. Um, I hope we're feeling good about it so far, and I hope I'm, I'm not knocking you off your perch too much either when I bring up, up the cons, but I think it's healthy to know what the cons are. And so we, we looked at the pros, but let's look at the cons now too. And I think the number one con that we may see in technology is that it distracts us. And I don't know if you've admitted this to yourself, but we are literally addicted to our phones. We're addicted to technology. And what we're addicted to most um, is the feeling that we get. And what's crazy is for most addicts, they have to search to find their next fix or they have to hide it. But for us, our phones are always with us and it's mostly accepted in our culture to be on them all the time. I bet the first thing that we do in the morning when we wake up is we roll over and we grab our phones and just read all the things we missed out on. And rather than prioritizing the things our bodies need, like drinking water or getting food or taking a shower or going to work out, we're conditioned to prioritize our phones and all the things we've missed out on. I think most of us uh, right now, are, uh, we can either be distracted by our phones or waiting for the next notification to pop up. Or some of us, we might have those withdrawals where we feel like there was a vibration on our leg, but really it wasn't, but we have to check anyways. Most of us don't even know how to operate without our phones. How do I know that? Because there's times when we're in awkward situations where we're not confident and all we do is we decide to pull out our phone and we are just glued to it. And we don't know how to operate and interact with the world around us. And looking down at our phone has become our standard. This has become what's comfortable for us. But when we do this all the time, what we're doing is we're feeding into our addiction and our dependency. I believe that technology makes us distracted and it makes our priorities mixed up too. The number one priority in most of our lives is not God or our faith or challenging ourselves, even when we think that's what we're doing. Now, I think sometimes when I look at our culture and when I look at at us, the number one priority has become our notifications. And I think, I think that's the case because deep down inside, a notification makes you feel important. A notification makes you feel seen. Notifications make you feel approved. Notifications make you feel wanted. And it's great to feel seen. It's great to be approved. It's great to feel wanted. But when you prioritize getting those things from notifications and not God, the moment you don't get them, how you're used to, is the moment you begin to see yourself as less than. And so, yes, technology is great, but it also distracts us. Also, I believe that technology cripples us too. I think if we're being honest, technology makes us lazy. It's efficient, it makes our life easier, but it makes us so lazy too, and it, it compromises our mindset and our actions. Some of us, when we don't even want to read the book, so we just read summaries or we watch movies instead or we read somebody else's paper on what our paper is supposed to be about. Or some of you, if you're, if you're super lazy, you just use chat GPT. Some of us don't like waiting for our food, so we order it ahead of time so that we get it when we get there. Some of us, um, you know, we, 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 we rely on technology to bail us out way too many times. And those examples can be silly, but I bring up those examples to show us that technology is slowly crippling the things we're supposed to not only work on, 
with the things we're supposed to be good at as Christians. We're supposed to be good with our work. We're supposed to be hardworking. We're supposed to be responsible. We're supposed to be patient. We're supposed to give our best. But it's not just laziness. Technology is affecting the way that we listen, the way that we respond, how we process things. Our attention spans are getting lower and lower because of technology. TikTok and Reels and YouTube and all these things, it is ruining our attention span. If someone isn't compelling in two seconds, they lost you. We have to adjust the way we communicate, the way we preach here at church, because we don't want to lose anybody. Our minds, because of technology, our minds are being trained to bounce to the next thing constantly rather than being trained to focus and process and endure. And if, there, if, if I could share one more, I think some of us hate silence. And so we go to technology so that we don't have to sit in the silence. But I think God likes to operate a lot in the silence. God likes to communicate to us best in the silence. Why? Because in the silence, we slow down and we give ourselves an opportunity to listen. Technology helps us, but it cripples us too. And then number three, I think technology, it numbs us. Because when we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're depressed, we run to technology. We run to our phone. And guess what, guys? The phone, the phone's not solving any problems. When we run to our phones, we are either suppressing our feelings or we're finding the next hit to distract us from what's going on. Media isn't telling you to deal with your trauma or your pain or your insecurities. It's that it's giving you a way to avoid it. And if I can be completely honest with you, I, I don't rest well because of technology. After my week, I'm usually exhausted and my day off is supposed to be where I recharge and I rest, but it doesn't always feel like that because I'm always scrolling on my phone or I'm playing video games a lot or I'm lying down watching something with my wife or I'm going back to scrolling again or I'm searching for notifications. And rather than feeling recharged, I feel even more tired. Why? Because most of that free time, most of the day off was spent numbing the exhaustion rather than acknowledging it and treating it. And don't get me wrong, there's days to binge. There's days to stay up late, you know, enjoying yourself. And there's days to be a couch potato. But when that is your normal, when that is what you run to, chances are you're looking to that for healing and rest. And that is not what, is it, what it's designed for. And so technology, it can excite us, but I think it numbs us too. And finally, I think technology isolates us. And I think this one is especially true for our generation. And I think COVID has changed a lot of us. We, we, we feel and we look awkward sometimes. Again, when we're in new situations and we're around new people. Sometimes getting words out of our mouth is like pulling teeth. Sometimes getting us to be engaged brings us anxiety. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. And this wasn't our fault. But social distancing trained us to believe that isolation is good for us, that isolation is comfortable, that isolation is better than engaging. But I want us to know that that's not the truth. I want us to know that on the other side of our discomfort, on the other side of our social anxiety is actually the full life God always wanted for us. Because God did not create us to be alone. God doesn't want us to be alone. When he was making the world and he said that all these things were good, as he spent six days making this beautiful world, the very first thing he said that wasn't good was when he saw Adam alone. Because it's not good for any of us to be alone. 
The next time you read your Bible, I want you to look at the characters who are lonely or isolated or ostracized, and I want you to see how Jesus treated them. I want you to see what God did for them. I want you to see how he reminded them that they weren't alone. Why? Because when we're alone, when we're not our best selves, when we're alone, we're trapped in our thoughts. And when we're alone, it's hard to discern what's true. Because when we're alone, we feel alone. And I want, you, I, want, I want us to know that when we're alone, when we're just scrolling, we're alone. You could be surrounded by people. You could be surrounded by family. You could be surrounded by the people you love the most. But when you zone out and pick up that device, you create a wall between you and all that's around you. And I think God wants to tear down those walls. So yes, technology, it connects us, but it also isolates us too. So what do we do now? What do we do with all this information? What do we do with this realization that maybe we've been overstimulated? Well, for starters, you don't have to give up your phone, but maybe boundaries will help you. Maybe try fasting from it. Maybe find moments of courage to step out and engage in the world around you. Maybe find time to silence yourself so that you could reset. Make boundaries, but also understand that whatever you take in is going to affect you no matter how great or how harmless you think it is. And this advice to all of you is, and this is, and this is uh, one more advice to all of you, don't just capture the moment, live in the moment. Don't just watch others live and achieve and dream. Live the full life God always wanted for you. But for me, can you do this? Can you trust that what God has to offer is so much better? What God has to offer you is so much better than whatever technology has to offer, whatever you feel like your deep insecurities is is craving technology for. Because let me tell you something, God wants to offer you real truth. You hear so many random things on the internet, half of the time they're just opinions. But if you want foundational truth, if you truly want to know what's best for you, if you truly want to know what's transformational and what, what... um, what is right, what is pure, what is worth living for and fighting for, open God's word and spend time with it. Because he says he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. God wants to give you real direction. Some of us are lost and are looking for other things and other ideas to give us purpose or meaning, or we're looking at culture and we're thinking this is the way we're supposed to be, or this is the way we're supposed to live, or this is the way we're supposed to act. And I want us to know that true purpose true joy, true wisdom, all of that, it comes from the Lord. And he will give us these things when we ask him, when we spend time with him, when we look to him for direction. Matthew 7 says this, wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, but small, small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. God also wants to give us real comfort too. He sees that we're numbing ourselves. He sees that we're going to other things to find healing or to find purpose or whatever the case may be. He says this in Matthew 11, come to me, all of you who are weary, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God wants to give us real comfort. And I think the last thing God wants to give us is real connection too. Listen, guys, I'm married. I have awesome friendships but the most meaningful, fulfilling, and life-giving relationship I have is with Jesus Christ. And, and my relationship with Jesus, it gives me pure joy. 
Again, it gives me purpose. It gives me meaning. It gives me direction. It gives me comfort. But I know that I'm connected to the source. And I know that although not every day is it, every day is perfect, not every day is great. I know that I have him and that is more than enough. And what's great is God wants to have real connection with us, but he also wants to have real connection with others around us, with godly community, with godly people who are going to encourage us and inspire us and push us forward. And so guys, I want to encourage you to search for that real connection, not online, not through notifications, but real connection, real connection with God and real connection with the people God wants you to be with. And so, yeah, technology is awesome. Technology um, can be harmful, but I think the wise thing is how can we balance this? How can we operate in a space that is healthy for us, healthy for the kingdom and will allow us to be a blessing no matter where we are, what we're doing or who we're around. So I pray that this was a blessing. Um, I, I try my best to kind of keep our podcast a little bit shorter. Sometimes they'll be longer, but I pray that this was a blessing to you. If you guys ever have any questions or need help or need prayer, please come reach out to us because that's what we want to be here for. But I love you guys. I'm going to say a quick prayer and I pray that you guys have an awesome day. <laughs> do your best, do your best, uh, you know, not, not, not to be a prisoner of technology or media or your phone and uh, do your best to, to engage and live this best life God has for you. Let me pray. Father in heaven, I thank you so much, Lord. I thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you for waking us up this morning. And Jesus, I just want to say a blessing and a prayer for every person who's listening to this podcast, Lord. I pray that you will guide them. I pray that you would lead them. I pray that you would remind them of your faithfulness, your love, your devotion to them. And Jesus, I pray that uh, that this that this podcast would just be a blessing to them, Lord. That they'd leave with a better understanding of the pros, the cons of technology, but also what you have to offer. Because what you have to offer is so much greater. Yeah, there's great things that have come from the advancements of technology, but man, how much greater, how much greater could we be? How much greater could our life be if we understand the advancements of your word, the advancements of your spirit? And so Lord, will you bless us with that? Will you shower us um, with the good things that you have to offer? Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. But most importantly, Jesus, we trust you. And in your name, we pray these things. Amen.